Welcome to Value Adds Value, a podcast for teachers brought to you by Lighthouse Educator Development. My name is Kyle Krieger, and along with Wilkie Law, we want this podcast to be a place where teachers can come to speak their truth. Because ultimately, we don't think there's anything more important that teachers can do for students than to speak their truth and to tell their story. We call this podcast Value Adds Value because that's the core principle and belief of our nonprofit Lighthouse Educator Development. When you add value to yourself, you will add value to your colleagues and more importantly to your students. So with this podcast, we provide teachers a space to tell their stories and inspire other educators. So thanks for tuning in to Value Adds Value. Y'all, what's going on? It is March 5th. I think this is going to go out tomorrow on March 6th. My name is Kyle Krieger, and welcome to episode two of what is now Value Adds Value, a podcast for teachers. Um, For those of you that have listened prior, uh, this is a podcast that was formerly called The LED Project, um, which came about because... Wilkie and I's nonprofit is called Lighthouse Educator Development, hence LED. And we had this cool idea that everything we did would be under the umbrella of of what we called the LED project. Now, um, over time, it's just gotten to be, it's not really confusing, but it's just not descriptive of who we really are. And, you know, our Instagram handle is value adds value because that's our core tenant and that's our core belief is that, when you add value to yourself, you'll add value to the people around you, whether it's your colleagues, your family, your friends, or especially your students. And we believe that because that's the basis of our relationship. We grew close by adding value to each other. Um, You know, and adding value in the ways that we both needed it. So that's a really important part of that. And, And going forward, using a a teacher buzzword branding, you know, we want to brand ourselves the way we are and and we want to provide people with um, what we truly are and what we truly believe. So again, I've, I've committed to once a week, just throwing down my thoughts. I've actually been inspired by, uh, there's a podcast called the crooked butterfly podcast, which is put out by uh, a guy named Brian Chantosh, uh, more commonly referred to as Tosh. He's a former, former Marine and, and just, uh, uh, somebody that I listen to it's on listen to his podcast every week. And there's another podcast called clear hot by a Navy seal, Andy stump, uh, that, you know, those guys do a lot of episodes where they're just rapping. They're just doing their own thing. And, and for me, I'm hoping to use this just not only, you know, to help teachers out there and help educators, but just as an outlet to, to get some of the things that are rattling around in my head, um, to get, just get them out. And, you know, benefit myself as well, because uh, I would be really, really hesitant to say that I haven't benefited as much, if not more than anyone on the planet because of this podcast. So, you know, it's crazy. I'm, I'm going to apologize to everybody who follows us on Instagram and has tried to go through our, uh, our Instagram story. Cause I posted like 140 some slides to our Instagram story uh, yesterday because we changed our SoundCloud um, link, so all the links we've used prior don't work. So in our story highlight on Instagram, I wanted to make sure that 
if someone went there, they could click on any of the episode. And every episode we put out is now on our Instagram story highlight as value as value. There's actually two of them because you can only have a hundred stories to a highlight. Um, but we wanted to make sure we had that. And the majority of people that we have listen to our podcast listen on iTunes, but we don't want to miss out on people or, or um, not let people who don't have an iPhone have a chance to listen. So everything uh, is linked up on SoundCloud and SoundCloud is really cool because I can go to my SoundCloud account and just click to share the story, um, to share that track on our Instagram story. So it makes it really convenient, but, um, enough about that. Just, uh, uh, you know, kind of a quick update on where I'm at. You know, it's the 5th of March. I'm looking for teaching jobs uh, in and around the twin cities, twin cities, especially kind of the Eastern and Northeastern parts of the twin cities. Cause that's where my girlfriend and I want to buy a house sometime in the next year. So it would be good to be up there. Um, I'm fortunate that I have a lot of friends who work around that area. So I've been just kind of making some calls and, and doing those things, but, Oh, I had a horrible experience trying to get my license renewed and, you know, partially it's my fault because I had a chance in 2013 and again, you know, when I was in Houston to renew my Minnesota license. Um, but at the time I had no comprehension that I was going to be back. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be back. And I certainly didn't think I was going to be back in a time that was relevant to do that. Um, so I let it lapse, you know, and in hindsight, my mom was right that I should have just renewed it. And that, you know, then I would have had it just in case. Um, but I didn't do that. And then I got connected with a person at a school district that's near to where I live. And she is supposed to help me through the process and improve my time. But she was condescending and belittling at every single turn. Every time I would ask her a question, she would respond with some form of, I don't understand how you can't just figure this out. And then it would be followed by, I'm in, this is a voluntary position for me. I'm super busy and blah, blah, blah. But just rude, rude an email, rude on the phone, lost my paperwork twice. It just was not a, not a good situation. And, and I'm confident that I'll find the right people and I can, I can do it. It's strange because in Minnesota, you have to go through a school. Um, that's kind of what they're doing now. So I, I'm confident I'll get it figured out, but that's just been a pain. But um, yeah, just really um, actually getting excited to be back in the classroom because I feel like I'm at a better place. And I do have this fear that somebody at some point is going to say, well, you haven't been in the classroom two of the last three years. And that's very true. I haven't. I took a year off to put the pieces together to really get our nonprofit going the 2016, 2017 school year. But I did some subbing throughout the year. Um, I was at New Richmond last year and then got non-renewed. And um, it was a mix of this past summer, not being sure I wanted to go back into a classroom and definitely not wanting to move somewhere to go back into a classroom. So I stayed and I've been landscaping doing it and it's fine, but um, I, I just feel like I'm such a different person um, in terms of how I feel about myself. Cause I just, I got rocked the 2017, 2018 school year to have, to have moved home to try to make a relationship work only to be dumped as soon as I got home 
to have taken a job, you know, in an alternative setting, teaching something outside my content area only to be blindsided that I was not going to be given a chance to work more than one year. Um, my confidence was really, really rocked. And I, I was afraid to try to get back in there because I thought I was going to get run over again. So, I mean, but it's, I've grown a ton. I've had so many great podcast conversations and so many people that have supported me and been like, you know, you, you're on the right path. And I feel like I am. So I'm, I'm confident that the right job will come my way and it'll be a chance for me to, to really kind of test what Wilkie and I believe, um, you know, and, and the one thing about taking a pay cut is it really helps you to prioritize what you need versus what you want. So, um, I'm hoping that once I start getting a little bit bigger paychecks again, that I won't go back in the habit of just buying things to buy them. So on the personal level, I mean, things are really great. And I, and I can't begin to even describe how much of a difference Brittany has made. Um, just the stability that she brings and the joy and the happiness. It's been um, such a weight off my shoulders to have a, really have a partner for the first time. So that's, that's been amazing. But um there's some things I'm really excited about going back into the classroom. Um, I want to do either, either a daily or a weekly podcast for my kids. That's like a recap of what we've done for the week, because I, my biggest struggle is organization. Um, you know, kids who miss days, getting them the assignments they need, um, grading and doing things on time, keeping a room organized. Um, but I think through digital means and through the podcast and Flipgrid or whatever it is, I can do that. So what I'm hoping to do is, this is my idea, and maybe you can tell me this is grandiose or not, but uh, what I'm hoping to do is get, get a lapel mic that I can wear, not to magnify myself to my students, but that I can directly port to my computer and just one period a day. If I'm, you know, if I'm only teaching one class one period a day or at least once per class, record the lesson or at least the parts where I'm speaking and then post it to a podcast or post it to YouTube. So that way my kids, I can just say, okay, go to, go to this. It'll tell you exactly what to do. And then there'll be papers posted somewhere or whatever it would be. Um, I feel like that's something I could do that I would enjoy and it, and it feeds into what I love. And I think it's an important spot where kids, you can do that. I going back into the classroom podcast will be a part of what I do, no matter what. Um, I'm really big uh, on the belief that kids need to create content rather than just, you know, learning content, you know, in the traditional means of like writing. And I, I really think kids believe and need to be able to create and create things that will live online. That's one of the most important parts of the entire world right now is what is created online. So I want to continue to be creating things um, and also be able to document it for y'all. You know, this journey, I, I think that's something that, you know, we uh, are big fans of Gary Vaynerchuk that he talks about is it's not about creating something with an agenda it's about documenting and i've been obsessed with free solo i don't know how many of you have seen the documentary free solo about alex honnold um soloing el cap in yosemite the first person to ever do it which basically means he climbed 
a 3,200 foot wall with no rope. It's bonkers. It's the greatest documentary ever. I, I literally like my hand, even though you know that he survives, my hands sweat the whole time. But what I've really been doing is watching interviews with Jimmy Chin and Chai Vericelli, who are the husband and wife who created the documentary. Cause just, I'm just so enthralled now by how people tell stories. And it's especially been since I saw Hamilton, I was blown away by Hamilton. I mean, and the, the, the play itself all around is incredible, but how a person like Lin-Manuel Miranda tells a story is something that I'm just kind of infatuated with. I, you know, I've, I've watched a ton of stuff with him and the guys that created Hamilton. I've watched a ton of stuff about how they created Free Solo. I watched a ton of stuff about how Bradley Cooper created A Star Is Born because I thought the story there was um, incredible. But I just, I can't get over the importance of story. And, and I think, you know, as we're rebranding this podcast, there's nothing more important for a teacher than to tell their own story. Because when you tell your own story, you give kids permission to do the same. And, and whether it's identity or validation, I don't know the right words or voice. The best way we can show kids that their voice matters, their story matters, their identity matters is to really appreciate the fact that our own identity matters. Um, and that's really what I'm looking forward to um, in going back to a classroom and working with kids again. Because I've said this on the podcast before. I played small. I stayed humble in, in air quotations. I stayed humble. Um, and I didn't speak up for things that I knew I should have. And those times last year when I got called into the principal's office and I just kind of took it, I shouldn't have. Because those things were cheeky at best. And granted, had I stood up by myself, I don't think the outcome would have been different because when I stood up for myself a few times, that was when the relationship started to deteriorate. And maybe I'm just imagining that, but I remember saying to my principal after someone had been concerned that I was listening to an audiobook during silent reading time and that someone was unhappy with my behavior in meetings, both of which I had to hear from the principal, I said to him, this is something that I would expect that I would have heard from a colleague, that they would have come up and had the, the respect and the trust to ask me what was going on and just say it to me so that the situation could be handled. Instead, it wound up them going to the principal tattling for a better word. And then he hauls me into his office where he puts me, he sits behind this gigantic desk and puts me on the defensive. And in that moment where I stood, and that wasn't even standing up for myself, really. That was just a statement of culture where I said, I would have expected that I would have heard this from a person other than you. You know, that, that is where it kind of went down. But I can't overestimate, underestimate. Um, I can't, I can't get the right words in this point, but 
with every fiber of what I believe in terms of education and its importance and what the educator's job is, is to tell their own story. And the more I learn and the more I grow from people like Gary Gray and Naomi O'Brien and Liz Kleinrock and Amanda Tooley and Cornelius Minor and Joe and Juan Gonzalez and hundreds of other people, who you are matters as a teacher. Education can't be an automated system anymore. Um, we can't have this mindset and belief that if we get the right pieces in the right places that the outcome will be what we want it to be or what we expect it to be because it's not going to be ever. And I'm excited to be back in a classroom working towards that. I'm excited to, to really pour into students to build relationships and really, for lack of a better term, show what I can do. Because I know as an educator, I'm capable of so much more than I've shown in any teaching job I've had prior. So for lack of a better term, I'm gonna go in there, I'm gonna throw down. And as our good friend Ben, ben Scoggin uh, says, I'm gonna go ham. Uh, and those of you that know what going ham means, I appreciate you giving me that little bit of latitude to say going ham, but, um, or as another friend says, going hard in the paint. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go for it and really go and show what I can do because I don't think we can play small anymore. And it comes back to the Marianne Williamson, uh, Marianne Williamson quote about um, you're playing small doesn't serve the world. And there's, there's lots to it, but um, it kind of ends with when we let our light shine, we give other people permission to do the same. So if you want your kids' light to shine, if you want your colleagues' light to shine, if you want this world's light to shine, as a teacher, you got to shine it as bright as you can. And that's sort of where, kind of circling back, and I didn't anticipate it would go this way, but... That's where the lighthouse metaphor came from. Is that we believed that we were a light for people who were lost and in trouble. Um, and the brighter the light shine, the easier it is for people to navigate it. And then, you know, cause the lighthouse isn't a place where people are meant to stay. It's a stopping point to gather yourself, gather your strength, get what you need and go back out. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I kind of had an idea of what I was gonna talk about, a few ideas of around, but that's more of just uh, an update. Um, yeah, so thank you for tuning in to the podcast, um, which again is now called Value Adds Value, a place for teachers to speak their truth and. I think it's really important to speak mind, but uh, if you want to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram as at value as value and on Twitter as at value as value. If you want to follow what Wilkie's doing more particularly in his classroom, uh, it's it's dot will w i l dot law dot i i i. Um, and on Twitter, it's the exact same, but you have to use the underscore instead of the dot. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as Lighthouse Educator Development. You can go to our website, the LED Project com 
Uh, if you got questions, you got people you want to submit to be on the podcast, you can hit us up. It's podcast at the ledproject.com. But uh, like I said, uh, I think this is the third or fourth time I've done this on my own. I'm going to stay consistent to it. Uh, I'm off to pick my sister and brother-in-law and the boys up at the airport, get them home safe. And hopefully the weather turns and spring is around the corner. But appreciate listening and tune in to Value Adds Value.